welcome to At the Window with Dementia. I'm Laura Banner, and I'm your host. Have you ever come up with an idea and thought to yourself, this is absolutely brilliant? Surely someone else has come up with this idea. I just haven't heard about it before. Well, that happened to me today. Here's my brilliant idea. Tell me what you think. I think there should be a specialty in healthcare for caregivers. Because let's face it, when you're a caregiver, you have unique needs. So we know that for people who have heart problems, there's cardiology. And for people who have maybe orthopedic problems, you can go to a specialist. But what happens when you're a caregiver? Nobody really understands unless they've been in your shoes. But how often does that happen? Certainly not often enough. Could you imagine as a caregiver being able to be referred to someone who specializes in what you're facing? Because let's face it, as a caregiver, absolutely nothing is safe. Your physical health is not safe. Your mental health is not safe. And your future is not safe. And you're so busy attending to your loved one's needs that your health in every aspect is being neglected. So what if there was a specialty where providers actually had unique training to understand what you need. They could develop care plans to anticipate what may be ahead for you. Maybe even there would be some type of incentives so that you're assured to take care of your own health. I don't know. I I happen to believe that this is something that really should have happened a long time ago. I'm sort of surprised. I just thought about it this morning. Every caregiver I know at some point, probably multiple points actually, in the journey of caring for someone with dementia, or I guess you could fill in the blank, you know, caring for someone with a physical handicap or caring for someone who's compromised. Um, It doesn't have to be just dementia. But could you imagine how how fantastic that would be for you to be able to go to someone and right from the start, before you utter the first words in your initial meeting, they know what you face. Maybe not the exact particulars, but they're more in tune to it than your family practitioner, than your cardiologist, and yes, even more so than your neurologist. I think that it would be incredible. Someone who their sole purpose, if you will, would be to help you, to be there for you, to really anticipate what you're going to go through before you go through it. Not in terms of how do you respond to your loved one's behaviors or what medication you should be asking for to help your loved one manage this or manage that, but changing the focus to you. Because let's face it, 
as I was saying before, every caregiver at some point, if not multiple points, you're going to feel beat down. You're going to feel defeated. You're going to feel inadequate, tired, like you want to throw your hands up. You're going to wonder if you're really built to be a caregiver. You know, I think about different professions. And for professions who put their employees in harm's way, they have special pay. I don't know if you want to call it combat pay or, you know, hazardous pay or whatever you want. Something that denotes that the person, that the person is putting themselves in harm's way. Well, we know you're not getting paid to be a caregiver. Certainly not if you are caring for a loved one. Perhaps if that's your profession, then yes, you are getting compensated, but you also get to leave when your shift is over. And that's not who I'm talking to right now. I'm talking to those of you who live it 24-7. You know, I received a phone call from a caregiver today, and she was really in such a precarious position because she cares for her father. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on the way you're looking at it, he lacks the insight to the fact that he has judgment impairment, poor recall, poor decision-making. So he doesn't believe, he doesn't buy into the fact that he has Actually, he has mixed dementia. And he told her that he wants to sign himself out of his assisted living facility. Now, he's at a facility that offers a higher level of care, really aimed towards those who need um, assistance with ADLs. It's not quite a memory care unit, but for this discussion, let's just call it one. And he's decided that this really is not appropriate for him. And so he he called her, well, he's called her multiple times. And she's just at the point where she's beating her head against the wall. She can only take so much, probably just like you. Those moments that you hold on to when there's a, a flighting moment of lucidity, Maybe that caring smile or the kind word that's uttered from your loved one that tells you this is all worth it. And you hold on that that thought, that word, that smile, because you don't know when the next one will come your way, if at all. And like many of you, she's lost. She doesn't know what to do anymore. She feels defeated. Could you imagine if she could go to her specialist, her caregiver specialist, if you will, and they could address her needs, physical, mental, and future prospects? Wouldn't that be fantastic? Wouldn't it be great if you knew that in the moment of the most distressing need that you could call your provider, you could schedule an appointment or a phone call, and you could have someone on the other end 
that would say what you needed to hear, tell you what you needed to do, perhaps adjust a care plan, where you are the focus. What you do is unique. What you do comes from the heart, and rarely is there training in advance. It's a learn-as-you-go. Learn-as-you-do. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your successes. But you're doing it alone, for the most part. Maybe you have the support group that you can network with and laugh a little, cry a little. Just know that the people in your group truly understand your journey. Because let's face it, the rest of the world, they really don't. Not if they've never been in your shoes. Let me ask you this. When you signed up to be the caregiver of your loved one, could you have ever imagined all that's involved? It's kind of like deciding to become a parent. We have no idea what lies ahead, what we're in for, what we're signing up for. Because I think if we did, maybe a few less people would decide to go ahead and start a family. Don't misunderstand. I have a family. I would lay down my life for them in a moment. But I, like probably many of you, had no idea what was involved. My family brings me the greatest joy. And I'm sure that your loved one has brought you tremendous joy throughout your life. But now, now things are different. From moment to moment, you don't know what is coming at you. You can try to anticipate, but let's face it, sometimes you're blindsided, you're sucker punched. I hope someone is listening to this podcast who's in a position where they could go ahead and start an initiative, a specialty for caregivers. I bet if they had that, from the moment they opened up their practice, they would already be overwhelmed with people waiting to get in. You all need it. You all deserve it. You all should demand it. But until we get there, please I implore you to please find someone who can be your person, just as you are your loved one's person. You need a person. You need a friend. You need a provider. You need a confidant. You need a sounding board. You need an escape. However you find it, in a healthy way, You need to have that moment of respite. It doesn't have to be for a week. It doesn't even have to be for a day. But you need an opportunity to heal yourself, to care for yourself, and to prepare yourself to go forward. I want you all to think about that. And before you go ahead and you put your head on the pillow tonight, and you prepare for the next day. Do this for me. 
think about what small act you can go ahead and and take part of that will benefit you, just you, because you deserve it. Caregivers are loving, selfless, generous, and absolutely amazing people. Don't lose sight of that. Your purpose is good and honorable, but you need to care for yourself. Anyway, something to think about. I hope you follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, my handle, compassionate underscore education. My website is compassionateeducation.com. If you don't subscribe to my podcast, I would love for you to go ahead and subscribe so that you'll be notified every time I release a new episode. My episodes are released every Tuesday. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a direct message. I'd also like it if you'd review my podcast. Anyway, enough about me. Back to you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Until next week. Bye-bye.